This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Studio Neat, makers of unique tools for the home cocktail enthusiast. Now, we've told you before about the Studio Neat Neat Ice Kit. It is everything you need for making one of those beautifully, perfectly clear cubic ice cubes at home, like you've seen at your favorite artisan cocktail bar. And and I have used it at home, in fact. And I, I should also add that you can use it to make other kinds of ice, too. It comes. This kit comes with a Lewis bag and like a muddler slash mallet. You can make crushed ice. This is kind of all you need to uh, have the professional cocktail of your dreams at home. Yeah, so get one for yourself and one for your cocktail-obsessed friend. To get 10% off, go to studioneat.com slash milk and use the offer code MILK. Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are talking about, well, do we want to call it lunch meat or cold cuts? Cold cuts. Okay. Cold cuts. Choice yeah. choice cuts. Yeah, choice cuts, like that Mark Kurlansky book. Is it like a food writing collection? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So uh, so go read that. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to uh, our, our book club. <laughs> um, I I'm hope- reading, I've been reading Carrie Brownstein's memoir. I'm really enjoying it. Is it a choice cut? It is a choice cut. Um, I mean, uh, Slater Kinney has many choice cuts. So many choice cuts. Um, if, if, I, I just yesterday really got into Get Up from The Hot Rock. Oh, yeah. If if it were legal, we would put us a, a little snippet from that here right <gasps> right about now. So great. But it's not. But you can, we'll link to it. Yeah. Okay. Let's link to it. Okay. Do you have some memories of cold cuts? Uh, I hated cold cuts as a kid, and I remember, like, Sometimes getting into an obligatory cold cut situation where I just didn't eat anything. That's that's the kind of kid I was. Okay, great. Well, um, I remember, uh, have I told you about bologna roll-ups yet? I don't think so. So um, my lunch meat uh, as a child was Oscar Mayer beef bologna. Oh, we have the Oscar Mayer not chicken and pork bologna here. Oh, okay. So I had the Oscar Mayer beef bologna made or you know sold in the same packaging that it's now sold in, where all the pieces are stacked neatly on top of each other, like this sort of um, wide squat cylinder. Yeah, which is giving me like like. 
I'm, I'm getting skeezed out. Is that a turn? Skeeved out? I remember so well, like, peeling back the, the packaging. I remember the smell of it. I loved it. And my mom would make what she called bologna roll-ups. She would take a piece of bologna and spread it with mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise. Uh-huh. And then roll it up and hand it to me, and you eat it out of hand. That if that had been handed to me as a child, that would have been the worst incident of my childhood. <laughs> I loved it, and um, otherwise, I wasn't a big mayonnaise person. I seem to recall that when she would send me to school with a bologna sandwich, it might have been dry. Interesting. No, maybe it had a little bit of bologna on it, but nothing else. Like okay. no cheese, no. And then as I got older and I abandoned the bologna, then I went to <laughs> <laughs> no more bologna, folks. No, uh, then I switched over to turkey. I think that was also in like the like the low fat era. Sure. Of like, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. I don't know where I, my mom got the idea that I should have turkey instead. I don't know where you got the idea that you, you should abandon the bologna. And we would all always buy um what i now think of as like the super cheap crappy brand of of turkey carl buddig something about that name just <laughs> that was the brand we would buy yeah and it came the, in like a pouch right i i know exactly which one you mean and like just saying i, I don't even know if i can bring myself to say carl buddig <laughs> Something. It's what, missing an N. Isn't it's it? missing an N. Yeah. But would it be better if it were Carl Budding? No, that would Carl that would be Budding. weirder. It just sounds like I have a cold. Okay, can I admit something? Yes, I've never had bologna. Really? Yes. Oh well, I mean, like good bologna. Well, I've had like mortadella from Italy. That is not the same. Thing. It's not the same thing. But I think that you may find that this is not as gross as you think it is. Um. Yeah, I think. It's, it pushes some Vienna sausage buttons. Mm, which, yeah, that the texture of the Vienna <laughs> sausage was, was really hard for me to get over. It I'm, was. It's very, it's very homogenous. I kind of want to start with the bologna and Is get it, it over with. Is it homogenous or homogeneous? Oh, I, th- I say homogenous. Well, but I, always, I think it's spelled homogeneous. It is spelled homogeneous, but then it's like you say that something is homogenized. So then I want to say homogenous. You're listening to the Grammar Girl <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Is, doesn't that exist? Yes. Oh, great. Well, it was, yeah, it was like one I'm of the your first. Host, Molly Weisenberg. Um, That's pronounced Weisenberg, not Wisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think Grammar Girl was like one of the first hit podcasts. Cool. Okay. Well, hey, um, do you eat cold cuts now? Um, rarely. Uh, I will sometimes uh, like take some uh, sliced deli ham and chop it up and put it in an omelet or scrambled eggs. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will sometimes get some deli roast beef and use it to make French dip sandwiches. So when you say deli ham or deli roast beef, are you talking about the ones that are molded into unnatural shapes? Yep. And yeah, okay. yeah, like like a boar, a boar's head. Like everything I got here except Oscar Mayer is boar's head. Not because we're sponsored by boar's head. We're not. Okay. Um, just like. I, I couldn't, I, you know, I got to the deli counter. There were so many things to choose from. I'm like, I'm just going to like stand in this Well, and doesn't, area. doesn't Boar's Head like, you know, bill itself as like the high-end grocery store salami? When sure. like, really, I think it's like as crappy as anything else. I well, mean, I, I think, think we're going to find out. Anyway, I... <laughs> and we're I, not going to get him as a sponsor now. I don't usually buy cold cuts now uh, unless it's like... Um, really hard times <laughs> no really <laughs> fancy salami yeah, I, I, I like, don't 
I have a lot of political views about meat that are very unfunny, and I usually won't buy this stuff. Great. Well, let's make you let's make you eat it uh, hypocritically. Perfect. Let's go for it. Okay. Let's start with the bologna. Okay. Oh man, it has opened like that for like I've never opened one thirty five years. Yeah. So it takes a lot of Ooh, a lot of elbow so, grease. So shiny. Oh, it's so shiny and wet. This is so scary. <laughs> Hold on, I want to smell it. Oh, it smells just right. Oh, God. I just, <laughs> Did you just splatter I, some onto your lap? I plunked the container down yeah. on the table, and it kind of, like, uh, let loose a little um, yeah, this spray is, of water. This is one container you don't want to plunk. So it's always hard to get the first one. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, man, your finger, like, disappeared into the bologna <laughs> you really container. Have to, you really have to stick your finger down the side. There was, I had a lot of There was some serious there. bologna spelunking going on. <laughs> Oh boy, we should we should take a video of like how the bologna jiggles. <laughs> it's like, it, it, oh, it smells so good. Oh, I love the way this smells. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna roll it up. Okay, I'm just, gonna roll up mine too. Just roll it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it, it tastes a lot like an Oscar Mayer hot dog, mm-hmm. which is to say, not very good. Yeah, this has. <laughs> You're like, I don't even want to look at it anymore. I don't. You know what? I remember this tasting better as a kid. Kind of a familiar refrain, right? Yeah, but but like I always ask, like, who do you think changed? Was Did you change or did Oscar you know, Mayer it's change? It's hard for me to say because this is the chicken and pork one. And oh, okay. Right, right. One. So it's got to be different. It's got to be a little bit different. I feel like it had, um, I feel like it was like a little bit, I feel like when I eat this, there's no there there. Like yeah. there's just not a lot of flavor. Um, I feel like the beef had more flavor, but maybe my taste buds were just uh, more easily impressed. Wait, I have an important question. Did you sing the song? Uh, uh, remind me how this song goes. My Baloney has a first name. It's, it's O-S-C-A-R. My Baloney has a last name. It's, it's M-A-Y-E-R. M-A-Y-E-R. Whoops. Um, I like to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say, because Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oh, good job. Thanks. Wow. I think this was like a song that was popular on the playground. Along with the, um, do you remember? Like, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer. Wiener. Do you remember all the like hand clapping stuff? Definitely, like, I was um, never good at this. Like um, Miss Something Something, Miss Mary Mac. Uh, like sl- broke her little. Ask me no more questions. Yes, yes. I'll tell you no more lies. <laughs> um, the boys are in uh, the bathroom zipping up their flies. The girls are in the I don't know behind the refrigerator. There was a piece of glass. glass. Miss Susie fell up on it, it, it and went broke right her up little. Her. Ask, ask me, me no, no more questions. questions. Yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. Wow. Oh, we should go back now that we now that we're like uh, we're good at this stuff. We should go back to the playground and like uh, you know challenge some kids to some <laughs> some hand slapping contest. I tried to teach June the other day like the clapping and then you know slapping hands. I don't know if she's ready. And I I couldn't even remember it. So I need. To <laughs> I don't remember. know if you're ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. This episode is brought to you by Casper Mattresses, obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash milk and using the code milk. Matthew, I have heard that you spend, a th- you personally spend- You've heard a- this about me. <laughs> yes, that you spend a third of your life sleeping. Is that true? It is, but I'm trying to bump it up. I'm like, um, <laughs> you know, I think if I work diligently at it, I can get it up to like two thirds, maybe I'm, three quarters. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that 
I don't know, like a, a good blunt force head injury <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. could help you out with that. Okay. Um, I Maybe you can do that <laughs> after we finish recording this ad. Great. Okay. Let's talk more about Casper, though. So, you know, Casper wants to make sure that you're doing all that sleeping on a good mattress. So they've brought together two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, to create just the right sink and just the right bounce no matter how you sleep, your side, your stomach your head <laughs> yeah if you're a head sleeper you've definitely got to try a casper mattress <laughs> and probably try sleeping in another conformation uh okay they've got a risk-free trial and return policy so here's here's what's going to happen they will deliver you the mattress in a box you can try it for 100 days and when i say 100 days i mean 100 nights Bow, chicka, bow, yeah, this is like it's it's the going to be the basis of like an erotic epic tale. Yes, uh, one hundred shades of Casper mattress. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, at the end of the one hundred days of decadence, they will pick it back up and charge you nothing. No questions asked. I think. I God, I hope there are no questions <laughs> asked. Yeah. So you know, it's five hundred for a twin size mattress. That's kind of a screaming deal. Yeah. And nine fifty. Am I reading that right for a king size mattress? If you compare that to mattresses anywhere else, that is outstanding. Yeah, if you go into a mattress store and say, I'd like a king-size mattress for, for $9.50, they'll take you down to the basement and and you will never be allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash milk and using the code milk. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to figure out the old cheese plate treatment on this. So if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, the cheese plate treatment is when Molly figures out what is the proper order to, ch- to taste things in as if we were enjoying a cheese plate. Okay. So we're going to start here with the old turkey breast cracked pepper mill. Uh, and I tried to go for things that sounded good. I, there were a lot of things that were like, seemed like the most basic, and I mostly avoided those because, you know, it's, it sounded better to get like cracked peppercorn. What do they put on the outside of this that's streaking onto it? I'm going to say uh, probably paprika. This is kind of the grossest episode we've ever done. It is not. This is so gross, Matthew. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's one of the least gross episodes we've ever done by any means. There's but something that smells funny. Yeah, I mean, this this is... Smelly stuff? This is challenging stuff for me. Ugh, that is disgusting. I need a napkin. Ew, what is that flavor? <laughs> You just spit out your piece of turkey as you leaned across the table. (laughs) It wasn't on purpose. It was just like a cool byproduct of how I was gracefully leaning across the table. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. That's gross. It doesn't taste like any naturally occurring food product. But I think a lot of these things, like they get, they go a really long way from from the turkey to the. It's a long way from the turkey to the 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 cold cut. I I like how I was trying to come up with something, then you interrupted me, and I was like, phew, she's going to know how to end, 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 end this sentence, but she didn't. You know, this one, so this is like a chipotle tur- chicken breast, mm-hmm. and this is tastier just because all you can taste is the chipotle. That's way better, yeah. Mm-hmm. So much better. Oh, yeah, that that actually, maybe it's because we don't really expect white meat chicken to taste like a lot, mm-hmm. but that, that tastes like chicken to me. Yeah, and it's actually kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we're going to do the old Black Forest Beechwood smoked ham. Oh, is uh, that how thirty one percent lower sodium? Um, is is Budweiser the one that's Beechwood aged? I have no idea. Maybe, um, maybe <laughs> they can join forces oh, and like there's something about like some of these give off this horrible sulfurous smell. Yeah, 
Jeez. I got's pretty tasty. I feel like I need to point the bag away from me. Why am I so cranky today? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because um, this is dessert after our lunch of cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that just tastes like salt and like um, like somebody waved a slice of ham over a slice of salted cardboard. Have have a bite of this cheap ass grocery store baguette to go with it because it kind of balances it out nicely. I think uh, it it does bring up the ham aroma. Yeah, it brings up the ham. Have you seen that movie Bringing Up Ham? Mm-hmm. It's like Raising Arizona. Yes, it's Only like it takes place at like Alan Benton's ham place. In- uh huh. And Catherine Hepburn comes by and adopts a ham. And I don't remember who else was in Bringing Up Baby. Now we're eating habanero ham. Oh, is it going to be spicy? I didn't get any spice. But now my mouth just tastes like this baguette because this baguette honestly has more flavor mm. than the ham. This is kind of sweet. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I think I think we're like more. It, it's not that this is the grossest episode. It's like we're more out of our element than maybe ever before. I mean, even more so than like when someone sends us a box of junk food from, you know, mm-hmm. Pakistan. This and- is this is foreign territory here. So this is the London Port seasoned roast beef. How did I get to be forty years old and never had bologna before? I don't know. Um, what other what other experiences do you think I need to ew. have that I haven't had? This is like a weird facsimile of beef. My grandmother used to love a cold roast beef sandwich with uh, hmm. mayonnaise and lettuce, maybe mustard on one side of the bread. I think I, don't that, I, eat I think that. it's pretty good. Really, I, I just get this like blood flavor. This is this is similar to what I get for making a French dip sandwich. It's not. I, I agree. It, you know, it doesn't taste like you know a, a freshly roasted. I, I think know. that's it. It tastes old. Okay. Why am this is a this episode is garbage. <laughs> this does it sound old? Does it sound like a facsimile this of a regular is, this episode? Is Molly's crankiest hour. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to that podcast. I want to listen to an hour long show just hosted by you. <laughs> uh, just just going on rants. The other day. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a rant? Please. You're going to think this is pretty amazing because I think that you'll be able to picture it knowing me mm-hmm. and my husband. Uh, the other day, I had a really long afternoon with our daughter. Um, it was Tuesday and she... Um, it was when you were trying to teach her to do patty cake games. <laughs> no. She only uh, is at school till like lunchtime on Tuesday. And I bring her home and I feed her lunch and I put her down for a nap. And then, you know, then the day sort of slides toward home base from there. Anyway, um, but she only napped for like 40 minutes and woke up super grouchy mm-hmm. and I was grouchy and yeah. everyone knows this is a recipe for disaster. Yep. Anyway, so by the time Brandon got home and my mom came over for dinner and I had made spaghetti and meatballs and June had been whining about wanting to eat the meatballs all afternoon. And anyway, I made spaghetti and meatballs. We sat down to eat them. And then afterwards, after I put June to bed, we wound up getting into, you know, one of those arguments about who does more around the house. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it devolved into me ranting about the patriarchy. Wow. I think I said the word patriarchy. How many times? Like 50 <laughs> times. <laughs> Did you- Like patriarchy, patriarchal, patriarchical, <laughs> patriarchish. <laughs> Wait, what was, was the last one? <laughs> patriarchish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, there. I was like really on a, on wow. a, on a tear. 
And I don't think I was wrong, really. But I don't think my husband is. is Am I going to argue with you? No, <laughs> I don't think my I don't think my husband is really part of the patriarchy. But well, I mean, he is. Well, are aren't all men part, part of, of the, the patriarchy? patriarchy? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, if you're not part of the. We patriarchy, even got into like talking about solution? like where beauty standards for women come from, and this was like my, this is wow. part of this argument that we started out having about like who does what in the household. This is amazing, and I, I'm desperately trying not to get involved in any way. <laughs> okay, are we not um, going to eat this salami? Oh, this this was the one I got for Iris's <laughs> Iris's lunch. But yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Maybe this will be good. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I think like of, of the things you get in the deli case, I think the salamis are are among the most promising. You know, this tastes. I mean, this looks almost as homogeneous as the old bologna, but it's got more flavor. Yeah, and more texture too. Mm. Fat and salt are so helpful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think when the last time like I got into an argument and like went meta in that way. Oh my god, it went on for like an hour. There was a certain point at which I was like, Molly, what are you trying to prove here? Yeah, you get you get in and you don't know how to get. This show got really serious. Did you notice mm-hmm. that? I w- I wonder whose fault that was. <laughs> um, I know. My God, we went from singing about. Miss Susie fell upon it uh-huh. to um, yeah, you know, the you know, patriarchy. Who, you know who put the glass behind the refrigerator? The patriarchy, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, well, mm-hmm. this this was a real learning experience. Yep, I was I was kind of looking forward to this. Like I, you know, uh, can I say one more thing? Please. To you? So I remember, you know, people always say don't go to bed angry. And we, we didn't go yes. to bed. We didn't go to bed angry. Good. We, we had like fixed it by. We, we sort of both like just slowed down to like a like a simmer, and then it just went away. But I think going to bed angry is sometimes really important because you wake up the next morning and you're like, "Whew! <laughs> thank God that's over. All right, reset." Like sometimes you just you need to just go but, to bed angry and be done with it. But what if one person's ready to reset and the other one isn't? That can be that oh, can that be pretty uncomfortable. That doesn't usually happen. Yeah, to me. but it, okay, good. Well, so so this this started out as as Grammar Girl, and uh, and now it's like I don't know what's a podcast about relationships like love and radio, patriarchy versus matriarchy. Uh huh. <laughs> who, who who are the hosts of that show? I do not want to be the 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 host representing the patriarchy. <laughs> You're listening to Nice Woman and Bad Guy. <laughs> Uh huh. Yes, tune in. See, see who's going to win this week. The answer will not surprise you. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna, that was. I'm just going to laugh till I cry. That was pretty. Bit. That was pretty handy. How we how we found a way to stop talking about lunch meat. We are not going to end this show angry. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to have a little a little salami. Salami fixes everything. Um, going to eat some more little uh, little makeup salami. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they call it? That's that's exactly what they call it. <laughs> yeah. Makeup salami. And don't forget to go to studioneat.com slash milk and use the offer code milk to get uh, the Studio Neat Neat Ice Kit or the Simple Syrup Kit or download the Highball app. Uh, they make great gifts for the holidays or for yourself. All right. So you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Um, where we'll, I guess, post a list of the all the things we tried, none of which we really liked. I no, don't know. Let's seemed, not post that. No, list. no. Let's we'll post like a picture of something totally unrelated to cold cuts, so we can just pretend this never happened. Yeah, and you know what? I, I feel like 
Oh, we're going to post... Um, Wait, there was a song we mentioned. We're going to post some links to some of our favorite Slater Kinney songs. Yeah, that's, that sounds so much better than talking more about, about cold cuts. Yep. Okay. Well, um, you know, you can, uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Uh, you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's very helpful. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Oh, sorry. Yep. Wait, there we go. Playing footsie again. Uh, that, that was more of Kixie than footsie. <laughs> Legsy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. Can I, like, take the baloney and put it as far away from me as possible? Fine. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.